Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello and welcome to Made by Mamas, the podcast. I'm Zoe. And I'm Georgia. And we're here talking all things parenthood, tips and tricks, products we love, and brands that we can't live without. Let's get into it. Zozo, it's 10 to 9 at night and we're recording. How are you? Well, I'm drinking a large glass of rosé, so I'm suddenly feeling really relaxed, but generally a bit like a headless chicken running around like a lunatic. But um, it's all good stuff. Do you know what? I like being busy. I really like it. I just hate missing the kids' bedtime. That's the one thing that I crave. Um, I think I've spoken about this before. There's just nothing better than reading them a story and putting them putting them to bed and at the moment because of um drive time I can't do it but it just makes it more special on Saturdays and Sundays it's fine you know what Zoe though the grass isn't always greener because tonight when I was putting the kids to bed I was thinking about you on your own and I was thinking <laughs> hmm I wonder where I would rather be right now it's not here you've had a shitter of a day though haven't you oh do, do you know what they've not even been particularly bad but you know like I don't mind a day like at home with them or if we're going to the park or doing something kiddie with them. But as soon as it's like, right, at two o'clock, we've got jabs. I've got to go and collect paint for like our bedroom at this time. And then I've yeah. got to collect uniform from this place at this time. And they've got to have their lunch in between and someone does a poo. You know, it's just all that. And you're like, <laughs> someone oh, does a poo and it's not Axel and Gigi. Oh, yeah, yeah. Then I've got to go for a poo. No, I'm joking. Um, but yeah, you know, just one of them. And it's just so annoying. Whereas yeah. if I'd have been on my own doing all those things, it'd probably taken me about two hours. I just feel like it's the endless mum juggle, isn't it? Every <sighs> every parent in the in the world feels that. It's fine yeah. when you can kind of like free flow parenting because you're kind of like, oh well, it doesn't matter what time we leave or I don't have yeah. to get them in the car by this time. But as soon as there's like deadlines to hit in the day, it's like fuck yeah exactly when there's times that you've got to do things by and you you still want to sort of keep their normal routine going as well I just yeah I find that really hard but you know what Judgy James is back to work yeah yeah well that's what you've wanted you've wanted that for like four months so yeah exactly exactly I can't moan about it it was really funny because my mate um actually SJ we've had her on the podcast she's obviously just had her new baby and um she was so funny because obviously before she had kids she was kind of like oh meet you here at this time and then I'd always turn up like an hour later with like sick down me and she'd be like oh you okay it's like just really hard to get out of the house now she's had Ray she sent me a message the other day going I was supposed to be meeting our mates for brunch and I was supposed to be there at 11 and basically by one o'clock I hadn't left the house 
all got out of my pajamas and there were two pukenos up the back and I was like oh <laughs> up the back they're the worst like you can't fight those days you just get, you've got to get on with them and go with it no exactly exactly now today we are going to talk about like testing behavior tantrums whinging yeah. all of that kind of stuff that gets on our nerves yeah what is going on in your house at the moment though <laughs> I mean, generally, I feel like my kids are like superstars. You know, every I feel like every parent thinks that deep down. But on the surface, I'm always on the verge of thinking, are they going to go into like full meltdown at any point? You know, like <laughs> anything can set it off. Like I've given them the Weetabix in the wrong colour bowl. And it's like, yeah. I wanted a blue bowl. It's like, oh, fuck, I'm sorry. It's a pink bowl. I thought you liked pink. But no, I'm not on that day. So I, I feel like it doesn't matter what I do. Even if I think I've really got my, my, my ducks in a row with it, something yeah. can put them up. And it's, it's always a bit edgy. And I think at the moment, because Luna's kind of going through a period of quite, she's quite unsettled since we moved house um yeah I think just generally she's a bit of a kino like she likes to get up and start her day at 5 30 she definitely doesn't want to wait for like we've been using the grow clock I mean she's not bothered about that she like (laughs) shouts from her bedroom going I'm too hot my clock's not yellow it's like you're supposed to lie there and wait for it why is it not working (laughs) with you we've tried a lot of things so I think I think she just hasn't clicked out of the sort of like whinging and the moaning and it is quite exhausting. And I also don't know how to deal with it. So I, I yeah. don't have like a book that's like, this is how you should talk to her when she's doing that. I, I'm really hot on like manners and I'm, as I'm sure you are, you know, yeah. I have to, it's just a constant like travelator of repetition. Yeah, no, I know what you mean. I sort of like flip from you know, pulling Axel up every time he's rude to me or like, you know, doesn't say please or doesn't say thank you to then just thinking, oh, fuck, I can't be asked. <laughs> I sort of go between both. Like, yeah. I don't really know. None of them, neither way works, to be honest with you. Yeah. I mean, somewhere in the middle would probably be the best, but I haven't found that yet. So um, I'm sure I'm sure we'll get there. Won't I we? don't know. I don't. I don't know. I think we're going to be conversation <laughs> until our kids have left the, left home at 18. But I, you know, the thing in our house is that Luna and when Isla's here, Luna and Isla share a room. So I'm sure any yeah. thing that's got siblings that share a room, if you've got one early riser, you have to kind of deal with them differently because actually, what you want to say is, right, stay in your bed and wait for the sun to come up. But what you have to do is like. Shh, okay what do you need you need a wee okay do you need some water and then you're like managing that so that she doesn't wake up Isla or doesn't wake up Kit so it's a bit of a struggle and 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 Doz is like she has to learn she has to learn to wait whereas I would be more inclined to be like look I go to bed at nine o'clock every night anyway so by 5 30 I'm kind of ready for her I to be honest with you Georgia she's never going to sleep in past that time I think I've just had that like epiphany moment this week where I thought do you know what that's the time she wakes up. I've got to get myself ready for it because she doesn't want to, she just wants to get up. And you know what? I reckon, think, what, it's probably going to be another year and she'll get up and go downstairs and put the TV on herself. Oh my God, please. Do you know what I mean? Like literally, oh, like, wait for that. My, my, yeah, my, my, some of my friends' kids are like five and six and they will get up and just entertain themselves. Or one of them leaves the iPad outside the bedroom door. <laughs> so that they can just go and get their iPads until she wakes up. I mean, that's genius. This morning, that is, uh, by the way, that is brilliant. I cannot wait to do that with them. I have no issues about that. This morning, Joshua and I were having this like 
fantasy conversation about how great it would be if Luna actually slept till seven o'clock. He was like, what would we do for that hour? He was like, we could have morning sex. I was like, oh, morning sex would be amazing. I mean, it would be very short. Um, but it would be, at least we would get to do it at that time of the day again, like we used to like doing. Or like, you know, we could even just get up and, I don't know, or just sleep. Just um, sleep. That's probably what you'd end up doing. Yeah. You'd sleep till seven. Yeah. Which, but, I, mean, I don't know. I just think the long, I've tried everything. We know, you and I have had endless discussions about this. Cherry juice, um, <laughs> sleep. <laughs> sleeping milk um before bed sleeping in socks turn the fan on get the fucking grow clock it's like none of it works no i actually do i i do think that some kids just like waking up early what do you like do you know what both of them are all right yeah like i'm the early riser yeah i feel luna like me and luna are the same i wake up at 5 30 and i just want to get up and start the day and i'm itching to get up and i have to creep around the house so i don't wake anyone else up oh god <laughs> so i what get it like i totally get it i've always been like it mm. um but no like they're all right what mood like, do they wake up in um well, Axel likes his own space and his own company. So he will wake up and sort of just play or chat to himself or whatever. And then he's he's sort of one of those that like, you know, he just kind of loves life. So mm. he's like one of those, I don't want to say he's annoying because, well, he is quite annoying, <laughs> but he's always on like, Hey, this is amazing. Da, 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 da. You know, he's always on that. But that can become like, oh my God, please, please shut up, shut up. Um, and Gigi's sort of, I don't know, she's like, she's so young. It's hard to say. They don't, they're not in particularly bad moods when they wake up. They sort of have their downtime later on in the afternoon where they get a bit aggy and a bit whingy. Yeah. Um, and that's, I think it's all to do with tiredness, isn't it? Like bad behaviour, I think, mostly stems from tiredness. I mean, I believe this as well. And actually, Luna and Axel dropped their naps, naps about six months ago. Probably, yeah. probably, yeah. I mean, they were sort of having them regularly. Well, Luna was anyway, up until about January or February of this year. So she was quite late to drop it, three and a half. Yeah. And where yeah. are we now? August, I kind of felt like she might be clicking out of the sort of neggy behaviour. But I think yeah. it's down to exhaustion. Like if I ever take yeah. her out in the car at around one or two o'clock, she falls asleep straight away. Um, yeah. And then, you know, there's definite, definite, like I can see her in the morning and she wakes up and she's got black eyes and, you know, Luna like fights going to bed at night as well. She doesn't make any noise, but she'll just lie there. And if I go pop upstairs at 8.30 to get something, whatever, she'll still be there just, you know, looking at her, looking at her stars and her moon being like, hi, mummy. It's like, just go. How are you not exhausted? Do you know what I think is really funny? Like you say that Axel doesn't fall asleep with his eyes closed. Do you know what I mean? It's like he keeps his eyes open and he's fighting to stay <laughs> yeah. awake. And then his eyes close. Whereas when I get into bed, I don't know about you, but I just close my eyes. Yeah. Like I don't lay there with my eyes open until no. I fall. It's like, it's not, it's not a fight. In fact, it's probably a fight the other way. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Go yeah. to sleep. Go to sleep. Yeah, maybe it's really odd. But you say about um, dropping the nap, like Axel dropped his nap in September last year when he started preschool. Remember, he went from napping every day to then being at preschool five days a week. Yeah, couldn't, you, know, you can't yeah. nap. So I had to do that quite quickly. And I would definitely say it had a knock on effect for 
ages, absolutely ages. He was really irritable. He sometimes would come home from um, preschool at like three o'clock and fall asleep on the sofa. Um, Like it's real. I think it's really difficult. It's a difficult age with sleep because you want them to be awake all day because that's how they, you know, sort of end up sleeping longer at night. And like, but it is so difficult. It's really difficult. And it definitely has a monumental effect on their behaviour. And I think that's kind of why we wanted to discuss tantrums and behavior uh, behavioral problems I mean problems yeah just age behavioral issues that are going on today because Georgia and I are both kind of experiencing it and actually it is uh, the majority is around them being tired and their sleep and stuff so listen we threw it out to you guys thank you so much for all of your questions let's get into it G let's should we start from the top yeah. so tips on how to calm your toddler down I'm losing my mind and feel like I'm failing oh god you're not failing you're not failing. You're not. We all feel like yeah. this. Um, so I listen, I think I can probably answer this one because obviously with Luna, we had the monumental um, yeah. tantrums. They were seriously bad. I mean, like chemical reaction going off. I had no idea how to deal with them. Um, I think the first one is that you need to need to put them in a safe space where they know that they can't, well, they can't hurt themselves. So I always think like a naughty step, trying to sit them on there and saying, right, calm yourself down. I'm j- Mummy's just here, but I'm going to leave you until you've calmed down, until you can have a conversation. I'm not sure how old um, this person's little one is, but if they're able to kind of communicate and be like, right, you just, you just crack on with what you're doing and I'm just going to be here. Because I think the worst thing you can do is kind of, for a while I was like shutting Luna's door and leaving her in there. And then she was like smashing her hands against the door and it was awful. That was not right. I didn't, I didn't get that right. But I think if you can be with them in a safe space and just let them have the tantrum, whether that yeah. falling on the floor and banging their hands and fit, you know, feet and fists around the place and just explain to them that you're happy to communicate with them once they've calmed themselves down. And then I think at that point, it is about like reaffirming that that sort of behavior makes mummy feel really sad when you behave like that and that we want good behavior and good behavior means doing X, Y, and Z and then just doing it that way rather than being like, right, you can stay in your room and I'll shut the door because that, that, yeah. that's distressing. And I, I, don't, I don't think that works personally, but definitely didn't work for us. No, I agree. And also just if your kid is younger, I've got Gigi already has tantrums. Yep. She's only just one and she throws herself on the floor. Yeah. Like, I never had that with Axel. She throws herself on the floor the second something doesn't go her way. <laughs> and uh, it's unbelievable. And um. I just sort of cuddle her. Yeah. Like I'd literally just cuddle her, don't say anything. I just cuddle her and let her calm down and then like sort of try and talk to her. But you know, she's one, she probably doesn't really get what I'm saying. But I think that's how I'm going to approach it. Like yeah. you said, just let them calm down and then, because you know what it's like, you, ne- you never have a good outcome if you have a big heated discussion, oh do you, where you're shouting at each other and nothing ever comes from that. So it's always better to communicate like when you're calmer. And um, also we did do a podcast with um, Expect the Best a while back on testing twos and yes. behavioral issues. So that's a really good one to go back and listen to if you're having any problems. They come up with some amazing suggestions on how to deal with toddler tantrums. So that could be a good yes. one to listen back to. Um, how to reward good behavior without stitching yourself up in the future. <laughs> this really, really made me laugh because I have done this so much. I don't know if you remember when Axel had like this modeling job 
job. Oh, and yes. he, oh my God, it was the worst day of my life. I'm not even joking. He basically, we got to the point where I promised him a trip to Disneyland <laughs> if he stood on a plinth for about a minute. That that is what we got to. It yeah. was like first of all, yep, yeah, you can have a Hulk costume. That yep, yeah, you can have this. That yeah, and then we got to Disneyland. So I absolutely understand what you mean yeah. by rewarding good behaviour without stitching yourself up. And I found like the just a pom pom jar. Yeah, it really works. Like Axel is excited just to get the pom pom in the jar, let alone the prize at the end when he fills it up. And quite often he, we sort of forget about it. Like by the time it sort of gets halfway full we sort of have forgotten about it and then we start again. So sometimes he doesn't even end up actually getting anything. But I do think it is that thing of, you know, rewarding good behaviour, even just with words, you know, just like, I'm so proud of you. Like, oh, you've been so good today. And giving the attention for good behaviour rather than giving the attention for For bad bad behaviour. Yeah, Georgia and I are also massive fans of the reward chart system where – um, you can either just you can just make it just by literally like I don't know whether it's like teeth brushing or make your bed or get yourself dressed or go for a wee or you know just what, whatever it is at the top and then whenever they do one of those things even if it's like bringing their bowl back from breakfast like Kit started doing now I'm like have you got your bowl and he's like I'm finished and he brings it back into the kitchen I've got a stick I'll, I'll actually put it on Instagram I've got a, like a sticker chart for him and every time he does that I just put a sticker next to what he's done and then at the end of it he gets like two pounds to spend in the bloody toy shop or whatever we go to the Sainsbury's or whatever it is so that's quite a nice way of doing it because then they can see their progress yeah absolutely yeah my two-year-old doesn't want anyone near him but me please tell me this is just a phase it is definitely yes and I think it's probably heightened at the moment as well when we've just sort of come out of lockdown um there's quite a lot of research going around at the moment which says sort of how children have been affected by this and I think really think that um Gigi is so much more clingy than maybe she would have been if um we hadn't had the lockdown yep so I'm you know I'm sure as things go back to normal um this this will probably ease but also yeah two years old they they are they do have that don't they there is that stage where they become really really clingy yeah, so um, this is this is Kit. So I can spend because I'm not really with him. I'm not really with them at all at the moment, which is kind of heartbreaking. But when I spend the weekend with him, um, by Monday morning, he doesn't want to go with Lucy, who obviously looks after him for three days a week. He's like, no, mummy, mummy. And then he's by Wednesday after he spent you know three full days with her, um, he's kind of like, where's daddy? And then I don't get very much of a look in until kind of Saturday when I've given him attention. They're quite. At that age, they're quite kind of fickle. I don't want to say fickle, but yeah. like obviously you're spending a lot of time with him. So I don't know if there's, you know, f- for you as well, maybe maybe it's a bit like, I, from what I can tell from that message, she's kind of saying, um, I, I might need a bit of space as well. So yeah, I don't know if there's a chance of you kind of popping out and spending a couple of hours away from him and just kind of, you know, just putting a bit of distance between you and your, and your two-year-old as well. I don't mean distances in. See you later. I'm off to a beach for five days. But you know what? They, they do get used to other people quite quickly. So if there's anybody else around that can help look after him, for even if it's just an afternoon, him or her, then maybe that's a good suggestion. Yeah, totally. It's just baby steps, isn't it? Yeah. Up, I guess. Yeah. And um, then it beats her at the end of it. Yeah, exactly. Build up to her beats <laughs> her. <laughs> 
When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort. So you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Setting boundaries at bedtime, my two-and-a-half-year-old asks for more books and screams when I go. Oh, Charlotte. We've all had this, haven't we? Yeah. I feel like everyone has this. Another story, another story, another story. Can I have some water? Can I go to the toilet? Can I do this? Anything. I'm too hot. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Anything to put off bedtime. Charlotte, I think a really good... Yeah, you go, G. No, I was just going to say, I think consistency is key. Um, sort of lay out what you're going to do before it happens. You know, Agreed. so here's here's your water. We're going to have two stories. You know, if you need to go to the toilet, go now. Sort of be one step ahead of them before they can ask you. Sort of have it all laid out. This is this is what we're doing, and then you could just quick keep reaffirming that this is what we had. We said two stories. When we've had the two stories, I'm going or however, however, however many you want to do. Yeah, agreed. Charlotte, that is exactly right. I, I get the kids to choose their stories. So I go, right, it's two stories tonight or one story tonight. And I get them to go to their like they've got a story box, which is also a really nice idea to have in the room. And they pick their stories out and I go, right, that's it. Two stories tonight. And, and like Georgia said, water, we, all that kind of stuff is ticked off. And then when the two stories are done, it's I've told you that it's two stories tonight. And do you know what? If they kick and scream for a bit, and they're not happy. It's like going back in and saying, I told you it was two stories tonight and then out again. You've just got to keep consistent with it, I think. Yeah, I totally agree. Yeah. yeah. Naughty step or time out, which works better? I think they both have um, kind of positives actually attached to them. Um, we use the naughty step with Kit, which is yeah. literally a step on the stairs where he sits and I say, right, you've been naughty. I'm going to sit you here now and I'm going to come back when you've had a think about what you've done. And then I leave him on the step. I don't shut the door into the kitchen and I just go into the kitchen and he stays on it. And now we're having quite good results with that actually, but it has taken a bit of time. So I think, you know, lots of people say naughty step doesn't work because they just get off the step and just run around like lunatics. But I think you just need to keep putting them back on it saying this is where you're going to think about your behavior and then step away from it so for me the naughty step is working wonders at the moment and then I say what do you say and he says I'm sorry and then we go back into the kitchen um maybe give it give that a whirl yeah I mean I think it just depends on your child because the naughty step for us didn't work because Axel quite liked it he'd be like (laughs) I'd literally go to tell him off and be like I'll just go and sit on the step but he'd just go I'll go and sit on the step and then he'd just sit there and he'd be like are you sorry? And he'd be like, no. Right, okay. <laughs> okay, right. This this is definitely not working. For him, he doesn't like 
um, me to sort of ignore him or be disappointed in him. So probably, you know, a sort of a timeout, I guess, similar sort of thing where I I take a break from him, actually. That seems to be the thing that works for us. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it just depends on your child for sure. Give them both a whirl and then come back to us. <laughs> yeah, exactly. um, hello to Megan. How do you discipline without shouting? Um, oh, Megan, I mean, I definitely, definitely end up shouting. Um, so don't beat yourself up if you've been shouting. Um, obviously, the key is not to get to that point. I don't like it. I don't like having any shouting. But but you know what? It does happen sometimes. I think what what we've learned is that like getting down to their level is absolutely key. And yeah, explaining sure. emotions to them rather than saying, you need to stop doing that. They don't really understand you need to stop doing that. They, they understand or we're teaching them to understand. When you do that, you make mummy frustrated, upset, sad, and, or whatever it is that you're feeling. And then, you know, um, another a good tip is kind of if you want to explain to them about emotions is getting an emotions book. We've got some really good um, Chris and Rose recommended some really good ones so they can kind of understand how they're making you feel but come down to their level keep it very calm and just explain when they behave like that this is how it makes you feel do you say G? Yeah no absolutely I think coming down to their level is is key and also staying calm like everyone shouts I mean I don't know a parent who's never shouted at their child um it definitely it always you know it definitely happens it's just human nature isn't it yeah um but yeah, I, I agree. Just sort of coming down to their level, trying to be as calm as possible and clear as possible. Yeah. Um, just make, you know, make them very, you know, make it very clear how you're feeling, what you expect from them and leave it at that. Yeah, exactly. And I think the more attention you give to it, the worse yeah. it is. I mean, I've got this wrong big time over the years with Luna, big time. Because I'm always like, what's wrong? What's wrong? And it's like, no, no, you don't need, no, I'll tell you, I'm the boss. You know, I've made too much <laughs> I'm the boss. <laughs> too much of a fuss of it. And then it's become more of a thing and it needs to, you know? Yeah, no, I totally agree. I think giving more attention to good behaviour than bad behaviour yeah. always works yeah. every time. Hitting and nipping advice, please. <laughs> does, does nipping mean biting? I think it does. Okay. I think nipping means by. Welcome to my world. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I'm past the hitting and nipping stage with Axel and I'm not quite there with Gigi yet. Okay. So I'm intrigued to hear your response to this though, for sure. I mean, loads of people messaged me and said, you need to bite. When they bite, you need to bite them back. And I was like, I can't bite my two-year-old. I'm not going to do it. It doesn't work for me. If it works for you, that's fine. People, people always tell you, don't they, in their 30s, like, yeah, my mum, you know, I used to be a biter and then my mum bit me and I never bit anyone again. I'm like, I'm not sure if that's like a fake story or whether it's actually worked. You know it's the same thing. Like, James always says he, he's going to tell Axel if someone hits him at school, hit them back. But then I just feel really uncomfortable about that because I think, but you should, well, we surely two wrongs don't make a right. So why are we teaching him that? to do the same thing I just it's so hard isn't it Dozer says that I mean look, let's talk about that another time <laughs> there's a whole lot of stuff that James and Dozer are saying that we don't do. um <laughs> yeah. I think I think the key I think the key is if you see your child hitting um whether it's their sibling or whether it's another child or biting you need to be very consistent with your dis- with how you're disciplining them so yeah. for me it's about removing him from the scenario 
So I don't do it in front of Loon. I, t- I pick him up. I say, Kit, no. And I take it and people say, don't use the word no, but he no- he understands what no means. So he knows. So I then take him and we go to either the bedroom or we sit somewhere else. And I explain to him, I say, your teeth are not for biting. They're for smiling and they're for eating. And that's kind of what I keep saying to him. I just keep saying it on repetition. He has stopped biting. It's taken us six months to get through it. And we haven't had a bite now for nearly three weeks. I think it is where we're on now. So that's good. That it's is really phase. good. It's a phase. And yeah, I was going to say quite often biting comes out of frustration. like frustration yeah. when they can't, they can't quite communicate properly yet. Yeah. And then as soon as they can, it sort of goes because then they can talk and hopefully that's yeah. what I was actually thinking about. It. I always used to say to Axel, use your words, use your words, yeah. use your words yeah. Yeah. Um, rather than like the hitting and the biting. Yeah, agreed. Fussy eating. My daughter will only eat peanut butter on toast. Is it just a phase? Ignore or go with it? Um, I really don't don't think you should worry. Like if you look at what that is, that is amazing. Like natural oils and fats. Um, yeah, that's like carbohydrates. You know, if they're having like you know, kind of nice brown bread with kind of seeds in it or whatever. Like you know, I just think you're not going to die from from only eating peanut butter and toast and you're not going to no, exactly. the rest of your life as well and no exactly God, i feel exactly. This, i feel this this woman so much cuz i've torn my hair out and so have you george well maybe not in your house cuz you just cook everything and your kids eat everything that you eat it's really annoying <laughs> oh look at this look at this risotto i've just and it's got clams in it and look at Gigi just sucking on a clam it's like how the hell have you got your daughter who's one to eat all that food but for me it's fucking fish fingers sausages and um and cottage pie virtually every night <laughs> but but so, like those things are all fine though it's only because that's how I did it from day one no. do you know what I mean that's and it's sort of, it's like my thing like I like cooking I like eating like it was just it wasn't going to be any other way but you know it could might change tomorrow so I never like feel too comfortable with it <laughs> um, Gigi might turn around to me and be like no you're all right I'll have peanut butter on toast oh, and she loves in fact she loves peanut butter on yeah, toast and I don't blame her um do you know what yeah I won't worry about yeah. it I think with eating the more pressure you put on, the worse it becomes. We, not so much fussy eating with Axel, but we had a thing where he just wasn't really eating his dinner. And we'd be sit there going, we'd sit there going, come on, Axel, stop talking at your dinner. Come on, yeah, Axel, stop yeah, talking. Yeah. And it actually became, made mealtimes so stressful. And as soon as I said to James, right, do you know what? Let's just ignore it. Because if he doesn't eat his dinner and it gets to like six o'clock and he's still sat at the table and he's just like chatting away, then that's far, you yeah. know, whatever. Then we'll clear it away and we'll go to bed and it's only going to take a few nights for him to learn yeah oh god I actually need to eat this a bit faster or you know tell my mum I don't or or tell mum I don't like it or whatever and yeah it did like after you know after a few nights of us just not really saying anything um it 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 eased off and it was fine I think yeah it's just the less pressure you put on them I really do believe that better i agree i agree but you know what i think it's so easy to get caught up in that and i and i do it as well because you you as a parent you want to you want to provide nutrition like you want to feed your kids and you want them to be well and you want them to be healthy and you want them to get all their nutrients in because you know how important it is as as an adult but i think if they're eating and they're drinking water and they're kind of you know as healthy as they can be you know it's absolutely fine it's absolutely yeah, exactly. fine. Don't put too much pressure on yourself, like you said, G. Um, this one I like because um, this is me. 
Any advice for constant moaning? Oh my god, get away from me. The moaning is horrendous. Yeah, I mean, actually does moan as well. We could, we actually just go, oh, oh, here he is. Where's Axel gone? Oh, look, it's Moni Monison. <laughs> oh, well, Axel's not in the house anymore. Who thought I'd go? Axel's not in the house anymore. I have to give all his birthday presents to someone else because <laughs> we've got Moni Monison instead. And then he ends up looking at me, either getting cross, really cross with me, and the whole, don't laugh at me, you know, all that yeah, thing. Yeah. Um, or he'll just laugh and then we're over it. But... I know it's nothing worse than flipping moaning. Do you know what, do you know what Dozen starts to do? Dozen started to, because if it happens a lot, he goes, we need to look at their sugar intake. And <laughs> like, what? And he'll just come out with it, right? He'll go, you need to stop getting them so many presents. I'm like, I don't get them any presents. What are you talking about? This morning he went, she needs to go and see somebody. And I was like, who exactly? Like, are we talking a therapist or are we talking a sleep expert? You basically pick apart everything because she moans about something. I'm like, this is all your yeah. issue. Like, she's three. She's not, you know, 12 and able to articulate herself properly. You know, these. this is what three-year-olds do a lot of the time. Don't give her excuses. Yeah. It's not because she's done. I'm like, you're not helping the situation. So I really, really feel that I have no answers for you. I'm in the middle of it and it is fucking hell. You right. That really made me laugh. And you, that's exactly what James does. James sometimes goes, "I swear, this isn't normal. This no. kid is not is not normal." And I'm like, "Okay, cool. Well, find me a kid that is then. Yeah, like, find me one. Go for it. Oh, I challenge mate. you. Wait, oh, no, I'm sorry, Neve. I can't help you. We can't help. I you. think you just got to laugh. Yeah, you've got to laugh. And um, <laughs> yeah. Yes. Um. Two and a half year old waking in the early hours, hysterical and won't go back in own bed. Help. Oh, I feel you. Um, God, two and a half year old waking in the early hours, hysterical and won't go up in, won't go back in his own bed. Okay. Um, well, so I guess we've just started, this might be quite good. We have just started using these things called worry dolls. And you buy them on Amazon and actually the Carmen Bright um, girls recommend, they're on Instagram, Instagram, Carmen Bright girls, they basically recommended them to me. And um, they're from Guatemala and they're basically supposed to um, help out your kids' worries or anxieties at bedtime. So we are now going to Luna with the six of them. We're now going, what are you worried about? And she's like, I'm worried about being hot. And we kiss the worry doll and put it under. They're tiny, by the way. They look like, they're like the size of a matchstick. Mm. Um, and then she puts them under her pillow and then tonight was she's worried about Alfie because his ears fallen off she's worried about being hot she's worried about spiders daddy long legs and spiders webs so we put them under a pillow and then it seems to be calming her down and anxiety so if your child is waking up and is hysterical maybe you could say listen your worry dolls are under your pillow and they're there to keep you safe and they're looking after you so you've got nothing to be worried about or nothing to be scared about it might be something to do with the darkness of the room. I'm not sure if, if she or he is sleeping with a light on, but maybe you want to look at having a nightlight. Um, and sometimes white noise can also help with stuff like that as well. So yeah. three options for you. Yeah, no, absolutely. We've had similar sort of things with Axel at like different stages in his life. So when we were talking about school a lot, we found that he was crying in the night like to himself. 
um and he's very much I'm fine I'm fine I'm fine you know like he he hurts himself he doesn't cry he just takes himself off yeah. and will quietly get over it it's it, it I mean it's hard because I want him to show that he's upset and he's hurt himself and I want him to tell me when he's you know upset or whatever but he doesn't he's always I'm fine I'm fine but then it always comes out in he sleep talks or um you know or like cries or whatever in the night and yeah. we found exactly the same talking before he goes to bed yeah. um what are you worried you know what is it that you're worried about and he'd quite you know, during lockdown, he'd be like, oh, I'm worried about my friend Harvey at school. I'm not going to see him again. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm yeah. worried about Nanny, you know, all these things. Yeah. Um, and definitely, if you sort of get it all off your chest before you go to yeah. bed, and then it, it does help. Get the worry dolls, get the worry dolls. They've been great exactly. so far. Toothbrushing battles. Do you ride in and try again later or persevere all the time? Do you know what? I have never cracked this properly. No. I find the whole toothbrushing thing so hard. Yeah, same. <laughs> oh, why is it so difficult? Why do they not want to just stand? I mean, I do it for Axel sometimes. Yeah. Like, I'll physically brush every single tooth. We 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 have explained to him like you need your teeth. We need to brush every single one because you need to like be able to eat your food. Yeah. Also, we we quite often point to James's teeth and we're like, Daddy didn't brush his teeth when he was younger. <laughs> <laughs> Poor judgy James. Poor judgy James. Yeah, I know. He's like off to the orthodontist as soon as he can. <laughs> um, <laughs> Um, but no we do do that and it is I thought I do find it really difficult but I know like in terms of time and stuff having a timer like a countdown timer and buying as well like we've quite we quite often get like the character toothbrushes like he's got an electric toothbrush at the moment which I think is Batman and you know maybe in a few months time we'll switch it to I don't know whatever he's into at the time just make it a bit more exciting yeah and also I think um we'll 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 do some research for you but there must be some good books on toothbrushing and I think that's also a really nice way of kind of introducing the toothbrush we did it with potty training with princess potty so there must be one we'll speak to Chris and Rosa expect the best and see what they say but I think actually fundamentally if you just kind of kind of get them into the scenario where they're holding the toothbrush and they've got a bit of toothbrush on it toothpaste on it and they kind of know that the importance of like going to the dentist and all that kind of stuff their teeth are going to fall out anyway they're going to get a new set so I'm not well, I'm not too worried. Kit is two and a half. He's only just started brushing his teeth. I have to do it every single night, and we have this battle where he goes and then he bites the toothbrush and he doesn't. Yeah, it. it's a it's a bloody minefield. Just do what you can and don't worry about it, it too much. It's actually one of the hardest things. Isn't it? Thinking about it, yeah, yeah. it is. It's all these things that just brush your teeth. <laughs> oh god. Um, well, listen, we've had loads, um, loads of questions that we haven't been able to get through tonight, but we are gonna. I think we should pick it up in a couple of weeks and do another one because this one's a definitely. Yeah, we will do. Um, thank you so much for sending all your questions in, and do keep them coming. Let us know what subjects you want us to discuss, um, and any guests you think that would be great for our Tuesday episode. And also, just to say, if you're feeling kind of at your wit's end with any behavioural stuff and you don't know what to do and you're shouting and you're screaming and you feel like you've had enough, we feel exactly the same all the time and we can kind of try and navigate it with you because it's a minefield and nobody has the answer, by the way, so let's just keep trying all the things, okay? Yeah, exactly. Um, As always, we'd love you to rate, review and subscribe to the podcast. If you could leave us a little five star, that would be so nice. And also just tell all your friends about our podcast as well. That would be really great. 
Yeah, please do. And you can always drop us a message at Made by Mamas or on Zoe's own channel, at Zoe Hardman. And we will see you on Tuesday next week. See you then. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.